grumbling, and confusion, the compromised price of $150 in gold was established, regardless of which way one traveled. Concord and Celerity stagecoaches were made in Concord, New Hampshire, and were painted either red or green with bright yellow running gear. Inscribed with OMC, Overland Mail Company, the Concord weighed 3,000 pounds and had a load capacity of two tons. Celerity, mud wagons, were used on more rugged areas and across the desert, since their wheels were narrower than the Concords. Both coaches, however, were set on leather straps, which caused motion sickness for the passengers. During its two and a half years of service, Butterfield Overland Mail always arrived within the 25-day contract time. Sometimes the trip took 21 days. The service proved so reliable that the British government sent official correspondence to British Columbia by the Butterfield Overland Mail. In early 1861, the Civil War loomed in the East. As if that weren't enough to worry about, war with Apaches in what are now the states of Arizona and New Mexico heated up. Meanwhile, the spread of the telegraph had already begun to make the stage obsolete for mail delivery. The telegraph would also doom the Pony Express, which had sprung up in response to demand from residents of Colorado, Utah, and Oregon. But it was the Civil War that rang the final death knell for the Butterfield stagecoach line. Instead of allowing the Overland Mail Company's property to fall into rebel hands, the U.S. Postmaster General ordered the Overland Mail to discontinue service immediately and move all the coaches, livestock, and equipment north to the Central Overland Trail. To add insult to injury, the Confederates seized all the Butterfield stations in Texas. John Butterfield, already in failing health, stepped down as president of his company. He would die in 1869. Santa Rita, New Mexico Territory The site of the town of Santa Rita del Cobre sits at the base of the Mogollon Mountains in central New Mexico. A copper mining community today, it was founded in 1803 by Francisco Elguea, a businessman from Chihuahua, Mexico. Elguea named it Santa Rita del Cobre. Threats from Apaches were a real problem in the early part of the 19th century, so the Mexican government declared an all-out war on the Indians. After 400 Indians were slaughtered at one time, the Apaches, led by Mangas Colorado, retaliated. Miners coming from Mexico, as well as people already living in Santa Rita, were murdered. Eventually starved out, all of the residents of Santa Rita banded together and left wagon train style for the safety of Chihuahua, Mexico. Of the 400 who left, six made it. Santa Rita sat vacant for 12 years until some of the California 49ers made their way toward the Mogollon Mountains and moved in. 
A company of cavalry then occupied the old Santa Rita Torreon, or fortress, built by the miners a half-century before, while they protected the gold miners against Apache attacks. By 1872, Cochise had taken over for Mangas, Colorado, who was killed in nearby Pinos Altos and made a treaty with the government. Santa Rita enjoyed a few years of quiet. Geronimo escaped from a reservation and declared war on all Mexicans and Americans. Within time, however, the Apache leaders were either killed or died, and peace reluctantly spread across the southwest. Pinos Altos, New Mexico Territory Tall Pines is an appropriate moniker for such a beautiful little town set in a valley surrounded by ponderosa pines and pinion-covered mountains in south-central New Mexico. Though the mining history of the area dates back to the early 1800s with Mexican miners, it was...